You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, guys. Got our local news. Of course, some dad jokes. A really good motivational message. I gotta be honest, I'm gonna struggle with this one, but I, we gotta put it in there. And some random fact stories you likely to know. And a movie review. We're gonna talk about the new movie, The Blind, that's come out. Mm. And a sports section that had some doozies and surprises. Surprise, and some, surprise, uh, surprise. Yeah, uh, some unfortunate events, you know. So it yes. is what it is, man. It is what it is. But uh, T, we were <laughs> off last week, had some stuff going yep. on we couldn't avoid. Um, you know, hitting it back hard this week with a big episode. Lots of good information. Y'all yeah. are really going to enjoy this one. And uh, but how, how's it been for you, brother? Ah, uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, just you know, living life, living the dream, brother. Hey, man, don't be stealing my line like that. Just, man. just, just living the dream. <laughs> I got to take sleeping pills in order to get to it, but I'm living the dream. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. What about uh, you? Man, it's been good. What do you call it? <clears throat> Had a good week. Um, got to do an in-school volleyball game for the first time. In a long time, did a cool intro. And, man, playing a really, really good team, DeSoto Central, came down to the final final one. You know, we both won the set. Yeah. And we're winning by three. And, unfortunately, just kind of gave it up in the end. It was tough. But great atmosphere. A lot of kids came out. I mean, it counts as an actual game. We had over 700 kids buy a ticket to go to an wow. in-school game. That's uh, pretty impressive. Wow. And then uh, that night, we end up playing football, and uh, the Mustangs de- uh, defeated Olive Branch in style, and we're going to talk a lot about that. Yeah. And, boy, the coaches' interviews are, woo, you know, some people are happy, some people are not. Some people know? are not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't please everyone. That is right. That is right. Well, T, before getting the weather, you know we got to talk about our good friend Brian Couch over at Team Couch. Guys, if you are in the market to buy or sell any type of real estate right here in DeSoto County, especially in the Olive Branch area, please go check out our good friends over there at teamcouch.com. You will see the level of expertise, the experience. They have been voted number one in this county numerous times. Brian has worked with me personally, will be working with T here personally in the near future. These are some great, great people who really want to help you. And here, I'll let Brian tell you a little bit more about the company himself. Thanks, guys. This is Brian Couch with Team Couch at Birch Realty Group. The market is going good right now, but I will give you the good, bad, and the ugly. You will always get the honest truth when you call Team Couch because that's what we're here for. We don't want to sugarcoat things. We want to give you honest answers. Please feel free to give me a call at 662-449-1700 at my office, or you can call my personal cell to schedule an appointment with me at 901-461-7653, and you will always get the honest truth. Thanks. Tell you what are we looking like for our seven day weather, brother? Well, I tell you what, if if it's it's going to be a, a good bit of a continuation of how it's been since Friday. Was this weekend not at just absolutely gorgeous? One of the best weekends ever, ever that I can remember. But it's going to continue. It's going to get a little bit warmer. You know, Monday through Thursday of this week, uh, looking at highs in the low eighties. Uh, Friday night, there's a chance. Of some showers actually that morning with a high of 78 uh but another cool front is coming in again for the weekend looking at highs in the mid 60s and sunny skies once again that's it brother <clears throat> look at this it man i love it this is my favorite time of the year oh right. absolutely man yeah you can do all kinds of things you you didn't think you could do <laughs> Crazy about a shot dance man. 
All right, guys, it's time for our local news. And of course, this is brought to you by our good friends over there at Michael Hatcher and Associates. Guys, if you're in the market for a new career, you want to start with a company that really does right for its employees. They give them good pay, good benefits, team atmosphere, and the opportunity to move up with free training and opportunities across the board. This is a company you want to check out. Go over to HatcherLandscape.com. See what kind of job opportunities they have. Even going into the winter months, they are that busy because they're that big of a company that is growing by leaps and bounds every day. This is where you want to grow to, and really have your career opportunities. Seriously, go over to HatcherLandscape.com. T, what are we looking like for our news, brother? Well, we have some uh, an interesting development that has uh, come to light that uh, we haven't had in the area before, and that's the fact that the DeSoto County 911 and the Olive Branch Emergency Communications Office, they are pleased to announce that there is another tool for everyone in the area to be able to reach dispatchers in, in case of an emergency. You know, for years and years and years and years and years, you can dial 911 to get a hold of a dispatcher, right? Mm-hmm. Now you can actually text 911. That is available in the area. It'll go live on October the 1st. Now, it may not be enabled by all the cell phone carriers first, okay? So keep that in mind. So if you – if you know, God forbid you need an emergency and you text 911 and it doesn't go through, call 911. That's that's still available as well. But we do urge the community to always call 911 when possible. Use the service when it's not feasible. You know, if, you, if you're in a situation where you feel like you, you don't have time to make a call, maybe there's a noise situation, you don't want to you know texting is a much more discreet way of doing things anyway so but the text to 911 was established to primarily serve the hearing and speech impaired communities as a means to provide them with direct access access to 911 services okay so it provides situations for where your safety could be compromised if the caller was speaking out loud you know domestic violence situations home invasions active shootings just things along those lines where calling may not be uh, best so text 911 uh also may be able to get you to get in contact uh if your cellular service is bad if you're not in an area where you can make a call yeah, and it seems true. like most of the times text tend to go through a little better than uh, making a phone call. But uh, there's some things here uh, that you might need to know. And so there's several things listed here. We're going to go through these things because we want to make sure that everyone is aware of these things. Write them down if you can. Uh, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, all you have to do is hit the little back button. It goes back, what, 10 or 15 seconds. Listen to it over and over again in order to get these things done. So the fastest way to contact uh, 911 and how to text 911 when you're, at, when you're having an emergency. First, text 911 to create a new text message. Enter 911 into the to field. No dashes are necessary. Uh, in the text message, include the following information. With, uh, in the, uh, with this being the highest of importance, your location of where the emergency is. That may include the city, if you're at a business, if you're at a park, if you're at a trailhead, if you're on the interstate or a highway, if you notice a mile marker, anything that can help describe where you're located at, that's probably the most important thing you need to put in your text. Then you want to put what's wrong, what is the emergency, what's the nature of it. Make sure that your name is in there. Uh, keep text messages short and simple. Please try not to use abbreviations. Uh, remain in close contact with your phone and be prepared to answer questions and follow instructions from the 911 operators. When it's safe to do so, remain on the scene until the help arrives. 
here are things that they don't want you to do. This could cause a 911 call. <laughs> yeah, really. Do, do not text while you're driving. Pull over on the side of the road and, and do your texting then. If you don't receive an initial response from the 911 dispatcher, then call 911, okay? Uh, some degree of cellular reception is required, of course, in order to send any kind of text to 911 or text to you or me either way. If any other recipients are included in the 911 text, the text message may not be received. So make sure to not add additional contacts to the 911. Only put 911 in your text message. And finally, do not text 911 if you're not having an emergency. That's your okay, so, yeah. standard. Yeah. Well, you would think so, but you know there are still people now that are calling you know nine one one and you know saying that you know my pizza uh, was late. Yeah, yeah, my pizza was late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, okay. So this service is for emergencies only, not only in a phone call but also in the text. So just another way of of trying to keep our citizens safe uh, in in DeSoto County and in Olive Branch. Amen to that. Yep, good deal. Moving on, hey, it's fixing to be Senior Day at the Wesson House. Join us for an enchanting day featuring popular activities from your Olive Branch Senior Center on the lawn of the Wesson House. This is going to be on October 13th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at 9133 Goodman Road. Sign up today at the Olive Branch Senior Center or call them at 662-890-7182. In addition to that, the Chamber of Commerce is hosting a business expo and a job recruitment event. I think this is going to be huge. I agree. It's going no to be doubt. huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be at the Whispering Woods Hotel and Conference Center. That's located on at 7300 Hacks Cross Road. It's going to be October the 11th from 9 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Uh, contact the chamber office with more information if you're interested in going to see the business expo. Hey, do you like potholes? No. No, I don't like potholes either. So there's good news for folks like you and me. <laughs> Mayor Ken Adams and the Board of Aldermen recently approved these additional roadways to be paved this calendar year. So listen closely. It could be your road. And if you get real excited and you're driving while you listen to this, pull over to the side. Be safe so you don't have to call or text 911. <laughs> Scream your head off with excitement and then get back on the road. All right, so these roads are scheduled to be uh, paved this calendar year. Davidson Road from Ivy Trails Drive to the state line. Uh, East Sandage Road from Highway 305 to 178. Magnolia Drive from East Sandage uh, to the railroad tracks on Magnolia Drive. Alexander Road from DeSoto Road to Highway 302. Now, they're still going to be looking at other roads to be evaluated for the calendar year as well. So they may not stop right there. That's pretty That's going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real good. Hey, are you looking to volunteer in the city of Olive Branch? Make plans to join us for the OB Serve Day on October 21st. I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's going to be on the 21st from 9 a.m. to noon. This is a partnership between the OB Churches, uh, Church United, and the city of Olive Branch. The goal of the day is to create opportunities to connect with the citizens of our great city. To learn more, please visit the city website at obms.us slash observe day. Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Yeah. 
Guys, do you have a house or a home or a rental property or something that's in bad shape? Just, you know, it's needing updating, or maybe it's had storm damage, or you just let it go to crap. Let's just go ahead and be honest with ourselves. You didn't take <laughs> care of it, your fault, whatever. Don't have the money to fool with it. Don't want to deal with it. You know, the, the housing market is not what you want to be with. And you want to see if you can oh, get some sell it. Yeah, cash right. offer for it. That's right. <laughs> Then you need to go check out our good friends over at Rodman Properties, guys. They run an awesome website called ibydesoto.com, uh, and it'll show you the entire process of how you can communicate with them, how they do it, how they can meet you. And you can even see the other homes they have bought and how they rejuvenate them and change them for the better. It is truly, truly a great company. And here, I'll even let one of the owners tell you more. Thanks, Zach. This is Abby from Rodman Properties. Hey, if you own a property, just maybe a house that you don't like or house with renters that you're just not interested in managing anymore, we'd love to talk to you. Just help you out with an offer. If we can't make an offer, we can definitely point you in the right direction. You can check out our website at ibydesoto.com or you can send me a text. Call me at 662-469-6365. All right. We got a few other announcements we need to make under our news tonight. Movies Under the Stars. I think that was a big hit maybe this past Wednesday night, huh? I think they uh, showed Shrek then. Well, they, they were planning on it. They, you know, if you remember, the weather came out, and so they end up canceling That's it. That's right. Uh, what do I know, right? Yeah. yeah what do yeah. I know? It was sad. But it was anyway. Sad. I it's all, they're going to make it's up go- for it. They're going to make up for yeah, it. Yeah, they're going to make up it. Make up for it this coming Thursday night. It's going to be each Thursday night in October at the Weston House. Uh, there's going to be vendors there and whatnot. They, they're going to be there at 6 o'clock, so get you something to eat while you're there. The movie starts at 7. Uh, this week's movie is scheduled for the Lego movie which is great for the kids as well. Uh, the following Thursday night is Trolls, and then the last Thursday night of the month is Ghostbusters, which believe, is appropriate. Believe it or not, I believe yeah. the DeSoto County Ghostbusters are going to be in attendance Ooh, just in case. So how your about kids that? have some photo opportunities there. Sounds pretty cool. So bring them on out. Yeah, good deal. Hey, save the date. The City of Olive Branch is hosting a trunk or treat in Old Town on October the 26th. All ghouls and goblins are welcome, just starting at 6 o'clock. Uh, that'll also be the final movies under the stars night with, with the Ghostbusters we were just talking about. Hey, and look, it's going to be the old Ghostbusters, not the new one. Yeah. Bill the, Murray, the Dan Aykroyd. The OG. Yeah, the OG, baby. That's exactly right. That's the best one. All that will start at 7 o'clock on the grounds of the Western House. And finally, the city of Olive Branch will be hosting a Veterans Day luncheon. This luncheon is to honor the service and dedication of our city's veterans, and it will be hosted at the Olive Branch Senior Center on Thursday, November 9th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'll go ahead and mark your calendars. If you're interested in attending, please register no later than November 2nd by calling 662-892-9200. There you go. Well, guys, that's it for our news on this one today, and we hope you got all that because that was one of our yeah, biggest news sections we've ever yeah. had, but uh, some great information. Absolutely fantastic. Really appreciate that, T. Remember, if you want to join our podcast by doing some advertising or information, please email us at theobpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.
T, you ready for some dad jokes, brother? Yes, sir. That's Let's what have I'm them. talking about. That's what I'm yes, talking sir. about. Yes, <clears throat> sir. You know this is brought to you by the number one insurance agent in all of DeSoto County and Olive Branch, the one and only Allie Edgelolly, guys, and that is of Alpha Insurance. If you have not gone and got a quote on your insurance in the last six months to a year, shame on you. Absolutely. What have you been doing? I mean, how how do you look in the mirror? You know what I mean? How do you look in the mirror? (laughs) Bottom line is, guys, it doesn't cost you anything but a few minutes of your time to see if there is better rates and there's better insurance out there. And I promise you, Allie's going to be one of those guys who can help you out. Give him a buzz over at his office. Talk to him. See how personal he is. He's going to take care of you. Here, I'll even let him say a few words to wrap it up. Thanks, Zach. This is Allie over at Alpha Insurance. If you want an agent that is going to be there for you whenever you need them, answer your phone calls, answer your texts, then I'm the guy for you. Please give me a call at my cell phone, 843-324-0930, or our office line, 662-893-0928. Let me show you what I can do for you. All right, T. Got a few jokes for you, man. All right. You ready? Go. You ready? Yeah, right, I need a go. good laugh. I need a great <laughs> laugh. All right. These are the more simplistic <laughs> ones. I'm, I'm excited about these. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. What do you call a middle-aged man on some stairs? Stuck. <laughs> That'd be stepdaddy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's a crackhead's favorite song? I, that I would not know. I, I'm dying to find out, though. <laughs> I want to rock right now. Oh gosh! <laughs> you you just ruined one of the greatest songs from the eighties, right there. Rob Bass, <laughs> DJ Easy Rock. Shame oh, on you! I know. How do you look at yourself but anymore? I, I mean, right? it, it, there's just so much shame on this podcast. It is what it is. That's why we have we have faces for radio. Remember that. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Tell you what did one casket say to the other casket? Gosh. Going down? Is that you, Coffin? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what is wah, the rapper Ice-T's gay son name? What? What is the rapper Ice-T's gay no, son's no. name? No. Sweet Tea? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I'm detective- covering my radio face with my hand right now. <laughs> a detective showed up at my house and asked me where I was between five and six. Uh-huh. I told him kindergarten. Oh, God. <laughs> That's Last the one, best T. one so far. Last one, T. Oh, God. Someone told me that a banana a day was good yeah. for cleaning your colon. Okay. All right. How'd that work out? It was a week before I realized you were actually supposed to eat them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have both hands on my radio face. Oh, gosh, man. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Man. Right. As always, guys, we hope you enjoyed As our always. <laughs> Remember, if you haven't done so, hit that subscribe button and make sure you're Please. telling your friends, your family, your coworkers Please. about the channel. Help us out. We have our moments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Help us out. <laughs> Oh, gosh, man, that was horrible.
All right, guys, it's time for our motivational message this week. And, of course, this is brought to you by our newest sponsor to the podcast and one of the best. This is A-plus heating and air conditioning service. Not B-plus, not C-plus. A-plus. A-plus, baby. A-plus. Guys, it's getting a little chill outside. I don't know about you, T, but we've had the heating and air conditioning companies come out to the school, and they're checking the heaters, making sure they're firing up. Because we always know, because you get this unique burning smell when they decide to Mm, burn the dust off, you know, and everything. exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, you get yeah. a few hundred emails. Uh, the school's on fire, you know, or what's that? That's right. Electrical yeah. fires going on. Help, yeah. help, help. You know, we're like, ah, oh, now they're just testing your heat. It's all good. Fire, fire trucks in the front, front, front parking lot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm having a sandwich, you know, but hey, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, so this might be something you need to check out. If you have not done so and you're looking for an HVAC company that you want to trust, that's going to do you right, not tows you and charge you excessive fees, you need to go check out Tim and his family owned company. A plus heating and air conditioning service. They are truly the best. Go to the Facebook page and you can find it and you will see all these testimonials, reviews, and customers that are 100% satisfied and say they will only use them from now on. You could be one of those customers and this is who you need to go check out. This is A plus heating and air conditioning service. T, this week's motivational message is one that I truly, truly am struggling with personally right now. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not something for me to air on, on, you know, sure. on the podcast, but you know that I have struggled mm-hmm. and this is involving a family member, uh, a yeah. very close yeah. family member and some things yeah. have happened. And this one is about forgiveness. And I, golly, I, I hate to say when I listen to something and they're right and I'm mm-hmm. still struggling with the idea of following through when I know they're right. You know what I mean? Right. And right. so um, this one's about forgiveness. And so, guys, when you hear this audio, I think you're going to know. So let's go to it now. Here's the greatest lesson on forgiveness you'll ever hear. No one has ever died from a snake bite. It's the venom that kills. If anyone hurts you, that's the bite. But it's your resentment, your bitterness, anger, and hatred that you hold within yourself. That is the venom that slowly consumes you from the inside. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't hold people accountable to their actions or that we continue to welcome them in our lives. Rather, it's a recognition that what other people do to you is out of your control and it's not your responsibility. But how you react to it and how you heal from it is your responsibility. It takes emotional maturity to come to this understanding. If you're holding resentment towards somebody, it's time to release that venom. And forgiveness is the only antidote. Well, here's the thing about that as well. It's all, all real good advice. And, and, and it's something that we, we all, I'm sure, at times struggle with as well. But at the same time, you know, uh, you can still forgive someone, but that doesn't mean you got to hang out with them all the time. I mean, it's just like you know, if if you know, he he used the venom of a snake. If 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 I know a snake's going to bite me, uh, I'm not going to hang around that thing anymore. Um, and it's just like there's an old story where uh, a, a snake was injured, and a person came in and, and nursed it back to health. And one day, when it was going to to give it something to eat, it bit him. And uh, the, you know. You can't forget it's still a snake, right? You know, so so you you just have to be careful about things. Uh, choose the people you're going to hang with uh, wisely, and you can move on from from a bad experience. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to revolve your life around that person or that situation anymore. Yeah, and I guess the the struggle I have here, and this is a little personal, but like 
um, what you're hitting is the nail on the head, you know, um, you know, being burned by a person or watching a person burn someone you love sure. and, and you can't, you can't intercede on that because that's their choice. And so right. like the idea of, um, you're forgiving that person, but it won't change anything because it doesn't change your concern for the other half of the coin you don't have control for. Right. You know right. what I mean? And you can't intercede yeah. on it because it's not your place. So it's kind of like you're stuck in a rock and a hard place. And so, right. mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, this one is just tough. And I know it's something we struggle with across the, across the board. You know, I know so many people who I've seen been done wrong and they carry animosity, they carry anger. And I've, I've, I've known to do it for several, you know, several people in the past, you know, and you work through it. And, you know, unfortunately I'm, you know, one of those people, it takes me a long, long time to, you know, move past things. I do. It's, you know, yeah. I wish I could be yeah. quicker, sure. you know, but yeah. uh, it's a, it's a good message. I hope somebody out there heard it and I hope it helps them out uh, as it all, as we always do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, it's now time for Random Facts, stories you likely didn't know, brought to you by our good friends at Old Town Fitness. Hey, if you're looking for a non-typical gym that teaches its clients in a friendly group atmosphere without any kind of pressure or judgment, this is the place for you. Go check out Old Town Fitness and meet the amazing owners who want to help you reach your goals today. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. Their hours are Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to noon and 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And on Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Zachary, are you sure you're ready for these? I'm not. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, we're moving on anyway. <laughs> Shall we? Shall we? All right. Did, did you know that when Nathan's Famous Hot Dogs first opened in 1916, the owner hired people to dress as doctors and eat hot dogs outside his shop to convince people his hot dogs were healthy? Genius. Absolute genius. That is marketing gold right there. And I would have applied for a job to wear a white coat outside of that store, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for free. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Food, that's please. exactly right. <laughs> hey, but hey, if you can make a buck doing it, that's even better. Amen All to right, that. moving on. That's right. Did you know that there's a monument in Georgia which gives instructions in eight languages on how to rebuild society after an unknown apocalyptic event. <laughs> Whilst at the same time, functioning as a compass, a calendar, and clock. So, so it's useful. I actually know about this. They call it the Georgia Guidestones. And what's sad about this is, is that they are no longer in existence. Really? They were vandalized. I didn't know that. Vandalized <laughs> and... Yeah. Um, someone put an explosive on one of those pillars. Those pillars are 19 feet tall, and there's wow. four of them. Okay, and two yeah. languages on each one. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, like that. And it, one blew up, and because of the explosion, it made the other three uh, compromised. And yeah. this was the number one tourist attraction for Ebert, Georgia, one of these small country rural towns. Yeah. Um, no one knew who put them up, why they were there, or anything. They were wow. just there. They had some mystery and intrigue about them. 
but the the city commission, county commission there decided to go ahead and finish them, demoing them, and they donated the pieces to a museum. So if you mm-hmm. want to see them, there is a local museum not far from there where they used to be, so you can see the bits and pieces and stuff. There is some controversy about them. Uh, there are some things on there that talk about, you know, hey, you know, if this should happen, how you should cleanse the the world and think for things, uh, oh my. you know, and uh, your yeah. population should stay under a certain percentage and for balance. And so it does have some things on there that kind of like, uh, make you wonder, you know what I mean? But yeah. the, the author, yeah. but, uh, man, that's pretty cool though. It is pretty cool. Wow. Nice expansion on that, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man. I don't think anybody knew that. No, I just, what do you call it? I think I'm one of those people like my family. We love to go on giant road trips, as you know, and yeah. I look for cool stuff like that on yeah. within within 30 minutes of our path, wherever we go. Mm-hmm. And some of the most unique and cool things in the world, especially in the United States, are, are just off a beaten path in an area that's not known. If you just yeah. look for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like We've found really cool statues, monuments. Um, there's a place in Alabama called Natural Bridge. It's where a rock oh, yeah. builds a mm-hmm. you know natural Right. And we found out by just by happenstance, we decided to drive 30 minutes off the beaten path and go check it out. One of the coolest things ever. I think yeah. wrong. It's not like yep. you know, ooh and ah, but it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and we so you'd be surprised. It's one of those things that can add a little bit extra to a really cool road trip. So I thought that was pretty neat. I wish it was still in existence. I would have loved to have seen it. That's pretty cool. All right. Our last one. Did you know, this is unfortunate <laughs> during an interview with Stephen Hawking, the camera operator yanked a cable causing an alarm and Hawking to slump forward, worried that they had killed him. Everyone rushed over to find Hawking giggling at his own joke. The alarm was from an office computer losing power. <laughs> and when they got to him and he was giggling, it was going, ha, ha. <laughs> That's ha, not funny, ha, man. Ha, That's not funny. Ha, ha. That's yeah, so it is. It's wrong. absolutely hilarious. That's hey, look, so they made wrong. fun of, hey, he made fun of himself on Big Bang Theory. I can make fun of it here. <laughs> Now, he's no longer with us to defend himself, but I think he would have laughed at that, too. Yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> Better than some of the dad jokes that we've heard on Hey, here. man, you, <laughs> you know, you cut some slack up over there. <laughs> no, you're telling the truth, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for some movie and TV news slash reviews. And, T, I got to see a pretty cool movie just yesterday. And it's yeah. out for a short release, and it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but it could be. Um, and it's called The Blind. Now, if you've never yeah. heard of it, um, I didn't actually hear about it until the day before yesterday when my wife said, hey, you remember that TV show we used to watch called Duck Dynasty? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I said, well, absolutely. Cy Robertson, my favorite, drinking sweet tea and da-da-da-da, the whole That's night. That's right. That's and, right. And uh, she says that, uh, she told me that, hey, they made a movie called The Blind, and it's about the life of Phil Robertson meeting Miss Kay through high yeah. school and how their life went, you know, spiraled out of control and how through Jesus Christ and finding the Lord, they were able to reconcile their life and their family and lead to where they've become where they are today. Yeah. And uh, she said she wanted to go see it. I said, hey, let's go. And um, and so it is a smaller budget, you know, small media project that yeah. is more about a good message than I would say fantastical Academy Award winning acting or anything of like that kind of stuff. Right. But 
and it's based on true story. And it does answer a few questions about, you know, life when he played football with Terry Bradshaw and, and, you know, and what he did, but you know, you know, what his wild days were and when he had a dark side of his life and the whole nine yards. And, and, uh, so overall I enjoyed the movie. Um, I really enjoyed the message, you know, as a God fearing man. And I know you are as well. It, it definitely rings some things true. Um, yeah. it also does some exposés at before and after the movie with the real Phil Robertson, where, wow. you know, he speaks about, uh, biblically about things and gives you facts about people who were in the movie and you meet a character or two that you've never known before from the show hmm. who didn't, who didn't, who wasn't around, you know, it wasn't right. still alive and, and was part of his dark past and. And so, to me, it was it was a it was well worth the movie trip um, to go see it. Great message. There are a part or two where you kind of feel like it's a little preachy, as I like to say it. You yeah. know, where you know, it not they're not you know Bible thumping, as I say, but they are you know laying it on a little much. And so, if you're a person who's you know not into it or this or something, it could feel a little overwhelming. But it's a small part of it. The movie is good. It does convey a great message, and so I would definitely recommend going and seeing it. If especially if you're one of the people who enjoyed Duck Dynasty like I did, sure. for, for the eight or nine years they did it. And yeah. uh, one of the cool facts about the movie I did not know the the, the episode called uh, "To Duck to, uh, to Us Part." You know, it was the part where Phil and Kay renewed their vows. Yeah. On the show, right? And yeah. it was um, it was unscripted. That sh- entire episode was just them going out and being mm-hmm. themselves. And so on. That episode still holds the record for the most most watched TV episode in history by a really? mile. Wow! Uh, you know, in all of history of television, you know, and so like it really? has some really accolades to it stuff. So I mean, like there was a lot of love for it. Um, and then I also encourage people to go and see what the people of Duck Dynasty look like today because they have a lot of them have majorly changed. <laughs> so it's, really? it's pretty neat. So, uh, but so yeah, again, it's you know, if you want a good feel good uh, movie, you and your spouse, your girlfriend, yeah. something like that. It's one to go see for sure. All right. Well, good deal. We may go check that out tomorrow night. Sounds like something to do. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. guys it's time for our sports and of course this was a big one this was the first week of district play and of course monumental center hill got to play the arch rival olive branch two of our favorites coach peacock versus coach russell uh last year like i told you guys this game came down to the final play the quarterback uh, ran out for a trick play. They threw the ball to him, and he tried to celebrate a touch early. The ball falls through his finger, which would have won the mm. game. Mm. Just a terrible way for Olive Branch to lose the game right. last year. And, of course, Center Hill absolutely loved it, as it was the first time in Center Hill history to ever beat right. Olive Branch in football. So it was monumental. Uh, so this year, same location. Uh, believe it or not, how they restructured the districts, Olive Branch had to travel right. Center Hill again. Uh, mm-hmm. To come out there on Thursday night, which it had kind of rained you know, most of Thursday, but the field absorbed well, so it was great conditions, good weather. And unfortunately, Olive Branch could get nothing going as they took yeah. a shellacking 28 wow. to nothing 
Jeez. by the Center Hill Mustangs. Probably the best and most complete game that the, the Mustangs have had this year. Yeah. They're getting better and better each week. Um, so that's a, that was a huge, huge W for them. Uh, and so talking to the coaches, of course, one's real happy, one's not. You know, one's so, not. That's so, right. Uh, the other coach, Coach Hector, so, another not so happy coach, and this was a shocker. Um, yeah, this one really shocked me. Um, I think it shocked it everybody really in Olive Branch. Shocked me. You know, um, yeah. Believe it or not, Lewisburg, I think, was a huge favorite. Traveled over to, uh, to Hernando. But no, Hernando brought out all the stops, had a huge student wow. section, the social media campaign, the kids were flying around, trick plays, onside kicks, you name it. They did everything and ended up getting up. the W. 24 yep. to 13, 13. over Lewisburg. Wow. It's just shocker. I'm just unreal. So Coach Hector doesn't shy from it. His interview is on the money, and he calls it like he sees it, like the way he is. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of class. Got a lot of respect for him, and so it's great. It's great audio. So, well, before y'all do anything else, let's just go to these interviews now and let you hear from the coaches. <clears throat> hey guys and gals, got my good friend Coach Hector. Coach, tough, tough Friday night, Coach. I got to say, I was. Uh, quite shocked when I saw the scoreboard and following the Twitter feed of how things were going. Um, I know you and I have talked about this in the past. The game versus Hernando has become quite a big game for both of y'all. Um, you know, I, like you say, uh, it seems like everybody brings their best when they play against you and you've got to be, you've got to be your best, defend that off and be who you are. Uh, what was the difference in the ball game on this one, coach? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I'll start and agree with you. I, I was shocked as well, uh, was I. But, um, you know, I, like you said, I mean, everybody wants to bring their best and we got to bring ours, and, and we didn't. You know, I, I think I think Hernando played their best game of the year. Um, and I, I say I think, I, I know. I watched every single one of them. That was the best that they played, as efficient as they've been all year. And, and we were probably the worst we've been all year. And that's just not a very good recipe um, you know, for, for us. So, uh, you know, hats off to them and, and what they did with their kids. But man, I go back and look at it, just tons of missed opportunities. And, uh, you know, again, they, they played as hard as they could, gave themselves a chance to win a game that, you know, we felt like, uh, we would win. We should have won. And even as bad as we played, probably still should have won. Um, you know, but, but again, they played their best. We played our worst and, and that doesn't work out very well for you. No, it doesn't, Coach. Um, like I said, I wasn't at the game, but I spoke to a lot of people there, being a former Hernando alumni and friends at everywhere. Uh, but it was a back-and-forth ball game. It did seem like it, uh, you know, miscues or an opportune penalty were some of y'all's uh, defeats. And But, you know, everybody likes to point a finger at one specific thing they feel like was the biggest turning point. And, uh, you know, and like anything, one of the most pivotal positions is the quarterback. And some people said this was probably one of his worst nights. Um, you know, there was three turnovers and some different things. Um, you know, what do you say to someone who makes that, you know, that one pinpoint, you know, as this is the guy who made the difference? Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a team game, you know, and I think uh, you look at any other sport and, and you can have a superstar at one spot and you're going to you're be okay and everybody can get out of the way, let him go to work. But, you know, football, it takes all 11 to work and uh, you, you definitely can't pin it on him. Um, you know, we had some drop balls. We had some touchdowns that, uh, you know, balls that should have been called for touchdowns that weren't. You know, we, we had some – we had a touchdown call back from, you know, just a, a silly, uh, unneeded hold 
that, you know, just held on a little bit too long. Um, I, I'll let the clock, you know, expire and I should, you know, we got to delay a game that was a thousand percent on me, you know, so it, you, you can't blame one guy. You know, I, I felt like we probably pressed a little bit too much, uh, especially when it wasn't kind of going our way early, um, you know, but we had tons of opportunities. We we're in the red zone and, um, you know, two or three times and, and didn't come away with points. Um, you know, defensively, we didn't get off the field. You know, I think we get some of those scores early. Maybe it helps our defense, you know, kind of fly around a little bit more like they do. But, look, I, I felt like, you know, Hernando came out as the aggressor, and uh, we didn't. And that's that's our game. You know, we, we're the ones flying around. We're the ones being aggressive uh, with our play calls and special teams. And uh, they did those things, and we didn't. And, uh, again, I think that we felt like um, – you know, that was one that we were going to win and win easily. Uh, not to say that we were overlooked, but, I, I, you know, I don't think that, you know, we thought we saw it kind of going that way. And when it starts kind of going way, that way, you got to find a way to dig down and, and, and win ugly. And, um, again, we just didn't. You know, we had moments of it, flashes of it. Um, but, you know, again, we let them hang around too long. And when you let them hang around long enough, they're going to they're sneak in for a late score and, and – you know, next thing you know, you're scrambling, trying to get it, get it won in, in the last few minutes. So, um, again, hats off to them. But, you know, <laughs> that was a, uh, as we say often, a team effort. Uh, that loss Friday night was a team effort, and it starts with me. And, uh, one, I've got I've to be better on Friday night, but i got to do better during the week of getting these guys prepared. And, um, again, man, I, if anybody's going to take that loss, I'm going to take it. And, and, and again, we've got to be better. I hear you, coach. As I fully expected, <clears throat> you being a player's coach, you know, you take you take the lead on that. Um, I, I'm agree with you, coach. I've watched a bit of the game tape and so on. I can tell you now that I think Hernando looked at this game like it was the Super Bowl, and you know, you can base that purely on the reaction of big time plays. But not only that, when is the last time during a regular season district game did you see a crowd rush the field after a game? You know, that's something that is completely uh, rare, probably even especially in DeSoto County. But, uh, you know, for the first district game, to see that kind of stuff happen, you can definitely see that they were out for uh, what they consider their biggest deal. And, and like you've mentioned before, you kind of feel like this is developing into one of your biggest rivalry games because uh, y'all are very, I guess you would say, similar when it comes to how y'all compete in multiple sports. And you know, competing for one, two, and so many different things. Would you agree with that as well? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, yeah. You look across the board, and and you know, the things that they're good at, we're good at. You know, I know the principals are back and forth with uh, school grades. You know, I mean, everything that we do here, they they do as well. And you know, a lot of these kids know each other, things like that. So um, yeah, no, I, I think it's a big deal. You know. I, Still, I guess I need to start paying a little bit better attention to the outside stuff, but probably probably a bigger deal than I really uh, gave it credit for as far as the rivalry type deal. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, they, we knew we knew that they were going to pull out every stop. You know, we knew that their, their student section, the social media all week long, all the other little silly stuff that they did, um, you know, the things they do when we get there, um, you know, as far as play calling, special teams, I mean, you name it. We knew that they were going to pull out every stop. Uh, because this was this was going to be the biggest game that they're going to play all year, and um, they rose to the challenge, and, and we didn't, you know. And again, that uh, that starts with me knowing uh, knowing everything that we're going to get, getting our guys ready to go, and and again, I've I've got to do a better job of that. 
I hear you, Coach. Well, let's talk about the game itself and some of your players. You know, we'd like to talk about them. Uh, I know it didn't end the way you wanted to, but I probably I probably have a few guys out there you'd like to mention that uh, played well uh, and like to highlight that. Yeah, again, I, I thought we had a lot of guys play well. You know, I mean, it was just, uh, you, you know, again, moments. I, I probably ought to get off the negatives a little bit, but it's still just eating at me. But, no, <laughs> I, I thought we had some guys play well. And, um, you know, Daniel Karcher had a big touchdown catch. Easton uh, Fesmeyer had an unbelievable catch for a touchdown. Um, uh, Joshua Conley had a great game. Had a, I think he had five or six tackles, had a couple of big um, kickoff returns. Uh, you know, had a forced fumble. Uh, so I thought he played really well. Um, you know, so again, I, I thought we had a lot of guys do some good things. Um, uh, again, we just got to put all those things together and, and, uh, and uh, you know, we'll have a little bit better night next time. Absolutely. Well, next Friday, Coach, you've got homecoming, and this is South Haven coming to town. Now, they are a pretty quality opponent that just got through beating DeSoto Central, I wouldn't say handily, but it did seem like it was easily. Um, so they are going to be a, an exceptional opponent. Uh, what are you looking at for this week for preparation, and what worries you about their team? A lot worries me about them. You know, they've, uh, you know, they've been very, very good over the last several years. Uh, you know, undefeated season last year, uh, I believe the same the year before or nine win season. Um, you know, so those kids have gotten a lot of extra practice with the playoff runs that they've had. Um, you know, they've seen good football. They've seen big football games and uh, we've not fared very well against them the last two. So um, that all those things have me concerned. You know, if you look at their record, it's very deceiving. You know, they have played uh, one of the toughest schedules, you know, maybe maybe in the state. I know they're definitely up there, top five, top ten, toughest schedules that they played. Uh, so it's very deceiving uh, when you look at, at at their record. But you look at what they did last week uh, against DeSoto Central and, and played well and, you know, took – took advantage of opportunities and had a couple of pump blocks and things like that. So um, you said it best. I mean, it's a quality opponent that's coming in here. It's, it's not a, again, I don't even know what the record is. I know it's not great, uh, but whatever that says is not who that, who, who the team's coming in. You know, they're very well coached and uh, coach Stevenson does an unbelievable job with their defense and uh, just kind of getting those guys fired up and ready to play. So um, we know they're going to bring it. We know that they're going to play well, you know, the quarterback's explosive, um, you know, so we've, we've got a lot of things to, that we really got to lock in on. And again, we've got to kind of get back to what we do. You know, I think that's probably going to be my biggest focus this week is, uh, you know, we've got to find our identity again and, and remind ourselves of who we are and we've got to get back to that. And, um, you know, how we do that, you know, I, I got to figure that out and I got to figure that out in a hurry. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Well, coach, I, I wish you guys good luck this week. I know you're going to get your, um, you know, your mojo back and, uh, th- it's a big week for homecoming. So there'll be a lot of people there at Jamestown. It'll be a big, a lot of festivities, a lot of support. And, uh, I expect a, a, a great game and I think it's a winnable game. You know, there's some people out there that might think differently or vice versa, but the bottom line is when Lewisburg plays their style of football and they're all 11 in sync, like we talked about, y'all are a tough team to handle. And so, uh, y'all get that together by Friday and we sure wish y'all luck. Yes, sir. I sure appreciate you. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you again next week. Yes, sir. Hey, 
Hey guys and gals, I got my good friend Coach Jason Russell, Olive Branch Conquistadors. Coach, man, what, there ain't no way to slice it. Just a bad night for the Keisters, man, versus your arch rival of Center Hill. Uh, just didn't feel like y'all could get anything going uh, between a penalty or a, an interception or uh, just a, a bad situations. It just it just seemed like it was a struggle, Coach. You know, I know sometimes things just don't go this way. We, we, we just got through talking to Coach Hector, and he felt the same way. You know, it was just they weren't playing their style of football. Uh, what was the situation with you guys on Friday night from your perspective? You know, execution. I, I I think we had a really good plan going in. I, you know, I still stand by that. I think we had a uh, a great plan, but we we didn't execute at really any phase uh, of the game. You know, um, especially offensively, special teams wasn't great. Um, you know, but offensively, we you know there wasn't one person to point the blame at. It was literally the the entire team made mistakes and and had issues offensively. Um, you know, I, I can bad, you know, errant snaps to jumping off sides to poorly thrown balls or reads or uh, drop passes or, uh, you know, uh, fumbles. I mean, it was just interceptions. I mean, we just played so poorly offensively. We didn't put ourselves in a position to win. And again, that's, that's, that's all of us, you know, that's the entire uh, offensive team. Um, I thought our defense played pretty decent. Um, we just kept them on the field too much. You know, uh, Center Hill went on a couple really long drives, and, uh, you know, Coach Peacock does such a good job of, of limiting the possessions of the opposing team. Um, went into halftime with a 14 to nothing lead. We came back out. I had some things that I had planned on, on bringing out in the second half, which was our empty package and our overload package. I thought both of which actually worked. Um, but again, we shot ourselves in the foot so many times that we weren't actually able to uh, gain any consistency, uh, penalties, those kind of things got us behind the chains, uh, and then our drives ended. And if you look at it, we really only had two actual drives in the whole second half. Uh, Center Hill went on a, uh, a long, long, long drive uh, in the third quarter and ate up almost the entire third quarter. Um, I think we ran two plays total offensively in the third quarter alone. And, you know, it's just, you know, that when you come out with a 14 to nothing deficit at halftime, they go on a drive like that, eat up the whole third quarter, and then they score, and you get the ball, and it's 21 to nothing. You know, so now you're looking at, okay, we've got a quarter to, to get three scores. Now your game plan drastically changes, and now we've got to push the ball through the air more, which we weren't doing great on Friday night, So, or excuse me, Thursday night. So you just kind of get yourself out of a comfort level, uh, and, and, and you have to change what you what you plan on calling. Yeah, no, it's – you're absolutely right, Coach. I mean, I was sitting on the sideline watching the game, and uh, I'd definitely say eating the clock was definitely a factor for both teams. You know what I mean? Uh, it kept their defense yeah. fresh, and uh, it kept your offense off the field, and uh, and that you know that's a recipe that's good for only one side. You know what I mean? And so I can totally understand yeah. it. Um, and it's just. You know, and, I, and, and like I said, the football gods were not in your favor. I mean, when y'all did get some movement, there was a penalty that killed you, or you know, like I said, uh, you know, some miscue here and there, um, and, and that's a tough night to deal with. You know what I mean? It really, really is, and that's tough. So, you know, moving to next week, coach, I know that y'all have a, a big opponent um, who just had a huge game, um, Grenada, who just defeated the undefeated Lake Comrade. 
um, in our district. Yep. And um, and so, what are you looking at when it comes to these guys? And what do you think is going to have to be? What's going to have to happen for you guys to rebound? Well, you know, I mean, we've got we've got a tough team. We're going to be coming playing uh, on, on Friday night uh, there at Pool Field. You know, Grenada's they're solid in all aspects of the game. Really, they are. Um, you know, they're uh, they're offensively they've got a they've got a running back that's as good as any will face all year. I mean, that dude is a, is, a, is really really good. Um, he's going to be tough to stop. Um, they got a really good quarterback who's actually the coach's son knows the offense inside and out. You know. Uh, then now defense, they they have a linebacker that I mean he's you know um, he, he makes every every tackle that's anywhere close. Um, you know, they're going to run diff, uh, multiple defensive fronts at you. They're going to run multiple different defensive coverages and confuse you uh, on the back end. You know, so there's it's it's not going to be an easy game. I mean, we got we got our hands full right there. I'm, uh, I'm excited for the opportunity to go back out there and get healthy and and and, and play well. Um, we've got some. Got, I think we have a great plan going into it as far as how we're going to attack them. Um, but again, it's a it's a tall chore. It's a really good football team, and, and we're gonna have to play well to beat them. I heard that, coach. I heard that, um, coach. I, I, you know, we kind of bypassed it, but I always like to give you the opportunity um, on Thursday night's game. Did you have any guys that kind of stood out and had a good game? I know you had a lot of miscues and some issues, but did, was there anybody you wanted to highlight as uh, they played well and represented OB well? Yeah, I thought Jerry Wall did. I mean, you got you got a guy that's, you know, we had we had to move him over uh, with the, with the injury to Kylan Rhodes. We we're hoping to get Kylan back this week as our start start running back. He's he amount, amounted for only you know about 900 yards of offense in four games. So um, he's pretty pretty important to what we do. And uh, you know, so Kylan has been out these last couple weeks. That really has hurt us offensively. Um, I was hoping to get him back this week, and but we did not. Um, hopefully, we'll have him for this game against Grenada. But uh, Jerry bumped over and became the starting running back. Also started at free safety. On top of that, uh, he finished the night with uh, 17 carries for 119 yards. Uh, he also defensively uh, recorded uh, 12 tackles. So he was all over the field, you know, playing every snap just about of the game and. Uh, really proud of the, how that kid competed and, and how he really went out there and left it all on the field. Coach, I will concur with that, man. He, uh, I thought he, uh, I thought he put his heart out there, man. Um, I know y'all had to pull him off yeah. the field a couple times because of cramps or, um, you know, and he was just out of gas. But it, you know, number ten kept coming back, and uh, so I give that kid a lot of credit. Uh, that's a lot of heart and desire and a exemplary of a leader of a team. So. Uh, and he was a hard joker to tackle, and he sure knows how to tackle. So I know that kid's got a bright future, and y'all have done quite well with him. Uh, so uh, I yeah. get that. Coach, as always, really, really appreciate you joining us on the podcast. Um, you know, I think you guys are going to be able to uh, recover and rebound and uh, get things going, get that OBs rolling, and, uh, you know, and playing a quality opponent. Sometimes that's what you need. And uh, I think it should make for a great Friday night, and I hope all you guys come out and support the OB Keisters to – uh, for their big home game over at Pool Field. And as always, Coach, really, really appreciate your time. Absolutely. 
Hey guys and gals, got to get my friend Coach Peacock here with our Mustangs. Coach, big night on Thursday, man, versus the arch rival, OB Conquistadors. Coach, last year was the first time y'all beat Olive Branch in school history and football. This year, there was some question going into the game whether or not you could repeat it. I think you answered that question not only with a resounding yes, but maybe with a bullhorn. Uh, it was quite a performance, 28 to nothing. The Mustangs rolled and rolled well. Um, it was uh, home crowd was quite excited. What was your perception of the game? Uh, I thought we played well. I thought it was probably our most um, complete, you know, in all three phases game of the year. Uh, you know, which obviously that's a good thing. You know, starting district play in October, so hopefully we can build on that. But yeah, I thought we I thought we played well. Um, you know, ran the ball really well through the big pass play again. Um, so, you know, I thought we did some good things on offense, and our defense just continues to to be very um, dominant. Uh, you know, at times uh, they gave up a few big runs here and there, but uh, obviously pitched the shutout. Um, so, big things for them. Uh, I think it's, I, somebody told me it's the first time Olive Branch been shut out in a really, really long time. But. Uh, um, you know, just proud of our kids, proud of how they handled themselves, uh, their their focus uh, on the game and, and the task at hand. Yeah, no doubt, Coach. It was a great game to watch, great game to be excited about. Um, who were some of the kids that kind of stood out for you on for the night? Well, I thought, uh, you know, offensively again, I thought Lawrence Autry had a great game. I think he, uh, you know, had 31 carries uh, for 177 yards and, and two touchdowns. Um, we – uh, you know, take away a holding penalty or two, we'd have probably had 200-yard rushers. Our quarterback, uh, Jaden, had 10 carries for 62 yards, and he had a big, long run, called back on a holding call. Um, you know, uh, so they offensively, they both, both played well. Uh, I thought our O-line, we had some kids that had uh, had to step up. Uh, Ty Hogan had to come in and start as a sophomore because of an injury, um, you know, and I thought he played well. Um uh, and then uh, Roderick uh, Jefferson uh, had the big catch again, had a big catch last week against Hernando for a touchdown, had another one there. And he's the type of kid that, you know, if you play uh, man man coverage and you're going to get up in his face and press him, we're going to at some point take a shot because usually something good is going to happen. Um, and the defense, our defense just continues to, um, to play well. We, uh, again, had a new starter in the secondary on defense because of an injury, and I, th- I thought um, – uh, he's played some spot play, J.D. Washington, but I thought he played played a good game, you know, um, uh, over on defense. And our, you know, our D-line just is, like we've said all year, is the strength of our team. And they, uh, as long as they stay healthy, they have continued to really impress and play well and grow. Um, so, you know, we just got to keep, keep our focus on uh, getting better with amongst ourselves and, and preparing. Um, you know, we got three really – tough opponents coming up the next three weeks and uh, you need to win you know a couple if you uh, want to host a playoff game so uh, you know we'd love to make the playoffs love to host a playoff game you gotta you gotta win up beat a couple teams that are gonna be really talented and really good football teams uh, to do so so we gotta you know lock in and focus on ourselves and um, get ready to play some good football no doubt coach no doubt now next Friday you'll be traveling into a well-known name um, you know, this would be the Panola Tigers. Uh, so what is this week's uh, preparation looking like? What is your concerns about that team? And, uh, you know, what's our plan ahead? Well, you know, just kind of, um, you know, 
play well, got to play well, got to practice well and play well. You know, they're well coached. Coach Oakley does a great job. Um, and they're talented. You know, they don't, they don't call it the University of South Panola for, for no reason. They are a team that reloads. They don't rebuild. They have a lot of talent. Um, you know, I think, I do think their, their star running back is injured and, and maybe done for the year. Um, uh, but they are still very talented, uh, um, big on the O-line, big on the D-line. They had a big old nose guard that's going to be a challenge for us um, to handle. Um, you know, so we just got to, you know, you don't turn the ball over, protect the football. Maybe they help you a little bit here and there. But I think we just got to go over there and play great defense, take opportunities when we get them on offense to, to hit a big play here or there and and see what happens. But, uh, you know, looking forward to it. Um Obviously, get back to Friday night. Uh, we got a short week with fall break, so you know we're giving the kids tomorrow off. Let them kind of re-energize here, kind of the midpoint of the season, and and get ready for this district run. Heard that, coach. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, as always, you know, man, we want to wish you guys a great week of practice. Wish y'all luck on Friday, and as always, appreciate your time here on the podcast, coach. It means a lot. All right, appreciate it. Right there. Great win for Center Hill. They kept the streak alive. You know, a streak starts with one. That's right. And that was and that was last year. So now they're on a two-game streak. Olive Ranch, hey, folks, be patient. They're going to get things turned around. There's too much tradition. There's too much support in the community. Uh, things are going to get on the right path, and things are going to roll. But the big one, man, when I saw that Hernando beat Lewisburg, dude, man, yeah. I, I mean, that was a shocker. I was – I'm glad I didn't bet on it because I sure would have lost, lost my shirt too. Yeah, there yes, ain't no absolutely. Doubt. And yeah, that's a tough yeah. district. You know, they're gonna be playing South Haven yeah. for homecoming. Yeah. That's gonna be a tough yeah. one. DeSoto Central, Oxford, those are tough. Winning versus Hernando was kind of the the linchpin of making sure they made it to the playoffs. So right. now it's sure. gonna be between them, Horn Lake, and Lewisburg, and oof. It's going to be tough, you know, to yeah. guarantee you a spot. You know, they could. Right. Right. I think Lewisburg's strong enough. They could. They could beat a DC. They could beat a Southampton. Yeah. They could beat an Oxford. But they're going to have to play their best. They can't have what happened for, uh, Friday night for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So tough, tough, tough loss. I hate it for those Patriots. Well, guys, that's going to call it for this episode. As always, we really appreciate you listening to us, enjoying the show. Uh, I mean, it's been an absolute pleasure to give this information to you. Really appreciate all the emails and positive comments from everybody. Uh, you know, like I say, if you got a few extra minutes to give us a positive review on iTunes, it really does help the podcast, and we really, really appreciate it. But other than that, we'll get you all next week. And so for OB Pod, I'm Zach. I am Ms. I'll see you next week. So hungry, can we please go eat? It's time to decide what do you want to eat? Chick-fil-A, they're closed because it's Sunday. Chipotle had a burrito yesterday. How about steak? I already know what you'll say. That's not what you want today. Now I can see that if I want to eat, I'm going to have to leave you behind. Yeah. No matter where I go, just want you to know I hope you make up your mind I am too hungry I'm gonna go eat
Goodbye, 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 goodbye.